of the show. It is it's Tuesday already. I gotta remember that. Comedian Craig Gass is here. You can uh, get information about Craig at getgasswith2ss.com. Actually, the info's at tampabaycomedy.com. That's where your comedy info is, but just about you, I was saying. If you okay. want to know who this guy is. Okay. You want to find out about him, follow him on various social media outlets. You can go to getgas.com. Now, his show is going to be happening on Friday and Saturday night. And it uh, is going to be at Two Palms Bar and Bistro. And that you can find out at TampaBayComedy.com. Right. See, I'm all over it. I know what's right. going on. Uh, check out Craig. He's very funny. Now, here, can I get to the part about you that I don't what, believe? What don't you believe? <laughs> so, Craig is... Don't do drugs? Probably. No, I believe that. Craig is probably the best impressionist. The only person I think that is better than you is Sour Shoes. Okay. Is he not phenomenal? He is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I mean, like, scary, scary phenomenal. Do you think he's got any... Spe- so I meet this guy. Sour Shoes is a guy who calls in the Howard Show all the time. He's a he's a savant. He plays uh, every, a keyboard. He can sing every song. He can yeah. sing like the person singing it. Musical. He can do it on command. He's yeah. a genius. Mm-hmm. But when I met him the first time, okay, this is the weirdest thing. So I look at him, and he looks at me, and I go, I wanted to take a picture with him. I go, hey, can we get a picture together? And I look at him in my head. I'm like, he looks like a young version of John Tortorella, who was coaching the Rangers at the time. Okay. And he goes, I know, right? I look just like John Tortorella. And I went, I didn't say that out loud. How the hell Whoa. did he know what he just said? And and Whoa. and it wasn't like I it wasn't like an easy reference, like uh, you know, so you look like John Travolta. Whoa. That was the weirdest thing ever. And I, I mean, it's possible that somebody See, I else don't believe that. You're <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, I, I, I was that. blown away. I mean, it's my. I try to look for the logic and everything. Somebody else must have said that to him, maybe. And when he saw me looking at him, maybe he. I don't know. It's a weird. Stretch, yeah, it'd be but, one thing if you get it all the time, but that's kind of an odd reference to get all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, so um. So we've known each other for probably ten years. Now, yes. Right. So what is you've never said to me? Craig's impersonations are so good, and I asked you the reason, you know, how you came up with this and how do you get at it, and you told me that you grew up in a household where both your parents were deaf. My whole family's deaf. There's no way. <laughs> My whole family is, is deaf. 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 All and of them. How is that possible? What I happened? Was just, to them? I actually just hung out with my stepbrother uh, last night at a Rays game. Who uh, his mom is deaf. When my mom and dad got divorced, uh, my dad married his mom. Another deaf person. Another deaf oh person. My God. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so the way it happened is, my mom was born completely deaf from a birth defect. Right. My dad was born with all of his hearing, and he lost it when he was a kid. He got into an accident, popped out his eardrums. Oh. So he had to go to deaf schools for the rest of his life. Okay. Where he met my mom at an all deaf high school. They fell in love, got married. They had my sister first. My my sister's born with my mom's genes. Oh, so she's Completely got the... Deaf. Okay. And then I'm born with my dad's genes. And he could hear. He could hear when he was younger, so I, I'm the only one in my family who can hear. What um, was that like in, in growing up? Because you could walk away from your parents and start mother cursing. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they don't hear nothing. Phone yeah, people, calls, saying whatever you want. They're not listening. Yeah, people think that, um, that it's really quiet in the house, but it was the loudest apartment... Because I could crank my st- my stereo, oh, crank the true. TV, nobody's yeah. telling me to turn it down. And, uh, and yeah, you could say some horrible stuff in front of your folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's, so that's people, a real story. Yeah, and comedians are not sensitive. 
no. about it, you know, as they should. Like Tracy Morgan came up to me like, like a, a year and a half ago. He came up to me at this comedy club in New York and said, so, Craig. Your whole family's like retarded, right? And I was like, retarded? No, they're not retarded. They're deaf, man. They're not retarded. They're deaf. Okay, so they're deaf. So they're deaf. So they wear like football helmets and stuff. I'm like, what are you talking? No, they're they're deaf. They can do anything they want. They just they just can't hear you. That's all. Right. Like, okay, so they deaf. So they deaf. <laughs> so can they see? Yes. What kind of can't see, man. It's incredibly insensitive. But yeah, it's. Uh, but that is true. My whole family's deaf. I know sign language, and I couldn't learn how to talk from my family. I learned how to talk by copying all the voices I heard on TV. I never got an accent from the Bronx, right? which is where I grew up. That's amazing. Everybody in the Bronx uh. talk like Tracy Morgan. Uh. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, this is the voice of your next door neighbor, and I'm a Vietnamese girl. That's crazy. <laughs> That's everyone in my neighborhood, every single person. <laughs> hey, this is the voice of your mailman, and I'm a transsexual. Chamel, baby. <laughs> that is from, that's my favorite. That's my all-time Tracy? favorite. Yeah, Tracy? Yeah. We prank called uh, Burt Kreischer last time I was here. Yeah. And I felt terrible about it because I, I, I. Why's Jay Moore's telling your story? Yeah. yeah, it was the craziest. Like Mike was thinking, how can like what voice can we use from Craig to prank, and who can we call? And he was trying to think of like agents or somebody, like anybody in town. We did. We tried to call my agent. And uh, and as Gary, because he reps Gary at Baba Booey. Oh, okay. So and we tried to do that, and uh, she put you right through the secretary, and then he knew right out of the gate. There was a guy at the show the other night who I was nervous about being around because I think he's mad at me. Uh -huh. um, Rush's manager was actually at the arena the other night. Okay, which is not normal. Managers typically stay in their office and they send a tour manager out right. to manage everything. And this guy Ray Daniels. Well, it was right when I was meeting the guys from the Lightning, and I thought the whole thing was going to fall apart because he was kind of listening. He was eavesdropping on the conversation because he didn't know who I was, but he saw that people were excited to say hi to me. Right. And he was like, oh, who's this guy? But last year, I did a show in Toronto and um, uh, at this big theater, and I'm, I'm a big rock fan. Right. And I wanted to invite this guy. I know that Rush is based out of Toronto. This guy, Ray Daniels, is a legendary Does rock. Does he do Metallica, too? Ray handled Van Halen. Van Halen, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, he's got a big management company called SRO Management. They manage, but but starting with Rush forty years ago, he started right. with Rush. So I wanted to, and it, I'm not. Tr I honestly, I'm not trying to get Rush to come to my show. I really wanted Ray, right? Because I think Ray would appreciate what I do on stage because I make fun of Kiss, uh -huh. and and I know that they have a big relationship with Kiss. So I call, I get up. Someone gave me his phone number to his office, and I. I know they wouldn't pick up for me, so I prank called them as Gene Simmons. <laughs> and when they picked up the phone, I said, Hi, this is Gene Simmons from KISS. I need to speak with Ray Daniels, please. And they go, Oh, hold on. Hi, Ray Daniels office. Hi, it's Gene Simmons from KISS. <laughs> I need to speak with Ray Daniels. And the lady goes, Oh, um, you know what, Gene? He's actually out of town today, but he'll be back tomorrow. Can I get your number and I'll have him call you back? And I went... How about I get his number? Yeah. Give me his cell phone number. And she goes, I just want to make sure that it's you. And I went, you want to make sure it's me? All right. Ask me a question. And she goes, I'm sorry? <laughs> you know, you're you quizzing wanna, him. You want to know that it's me? Ask me a question. And she goes, um, I'll tell you what. I'll ask you a question. <laughs> Who's the greatest rock band? <laughs> and she goes, 
I'm guessing it's Kiss. And I go, that's right. And she goes, it's right. you. It's yeah, she, gave me she gave me the number because I was such a dick. And she was like, all right, it's you. All right, I get it. I get it. So I called Ray Daniel. I have his telephone number and I get his voicemail. And I go, Ray. Oh, man, it's so funny. Um, you don't know me, uh, but my name is Craig Gass. I'm a stand-up comedian, and I'm, I'm forming a show in town at the Panasonic Theater. Um, I just prank-called your assistant, and she gave me your cell phone number. And uh, it's real funny, but but uh, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I try... To tell him like, hey, I'm a you know I, I'm a comedian. I do voices on Family Guy. Right. And I, I love to have you come out. To the, he never called me. Oh really? He never called me. And, and, and uh, he fired. Fired us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. But last uh, on on Sunday night when I got into town, I went to the Rush concert, and then this guy and they and I I recognized him as soon as he walked in, but. Uh, I, I didn't say, hey, by the way, uh, do you <laughs> say it at the end of the night? Like, I'm because mm -hmm. the guy who got me my pass uh, has no idea that I pranked Ray. And I thought about telling him, like, oh, you know what's funny? You're out with Rush. I prank. I, I didn't know if he was going to be like, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't come to the show. <laughs> so I, I didn't say anything. But uh, but yeah, I was I was nervous about that. But uh, you got it. Yeah, I think that. Um, so we we had uh, Aerosmith on, and I asked Aerosmith about. So where well, I gave you the beginning. Kiss comes to town, and I go backstage with Kiss, and I'm hanging out with Doc McGee, their manager, yeah. and we're having a war on Doc's bus, talking about stuff. And nice. they, Doc's like, "Let me bring you over to to meet the guys." We go in the back. I take a picture with Kiss. Not even that big of a Kiss fan, but they're all in makeup, and I'm like, "Yeah, let's get this picture. You need to have this." You have to. It's it's a it's a legendary. I mean, in terms of right. pop culture, right? Sure. Yeah. Then we have Aerosmith on. And Aerosmith, I asked him about Kiss. I said, I have to tell you, I said, I saw the two of you together when you toured together. And I said, and I'm not that big of a Kiss fan, but I watched it and it was okay. And then Aerosmith came on and just blew them out. They were phenomenal. Absolutely. It was a, such a difference between the two bands. And they went off on Kiss. Did they really? Steven Tyler called them a comic book band and they were just killing them. And then Rolling Stone picked up the article and it just went crazy. Then we went back to the Kiss show, oh. and uh, they were like, yeah, sorry, Kiss doesn't want to see you. And they don't want to be like, we can't bring you I'm like, I didn't do it. I didn't call them anything. So, yeah. So. See, I feel like I have to be careful around them, too, because I'm a fan. I make jokes about them, but they invite me right. to perform with them. And uh, I and then... Don't you do the uh, Kiss Cruise thing? Yeah, and, but I don't know if I'll ever do it again because the fans are all mad at me uh. now. Because I, 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 this was a joke. I did. It was a complete joke. Uh, last year, I performed on the Kiss Cruise, right? And we're out at sea, and I meet a girl on the cruise who's uh, she's the cruise director, real peppy. Yeah, she's a Julie McCoy. Shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a Julie McCoy. <laughs> and when she met me, she goes, "You're the comedian. You're the guy who does the uh, voices with like Family Guy." And oh my god. Do you, hey, do you want to make a funny announcement on the ship with me? And I said, yeah. yeah is, uh, is everyone going to hear it? And she goes, yeah. And I go, of course. What time do you want me to meet you? And she goes, tomorrow morning, meet me at 10 a.m. out by, you know, and, and there's the PA right there. So I go, and she makes her announcements. And I said, just do what you have to do and say, at the end of your announcements, I have two special guests that want to say hello. And this is heard by everyone in the ship as uh, they're waking up in the morning. She goes, she says all her things. Um, and I have two special guests that want to say hello to you rockers this morning. And she handed me the mic and I went, hey guys, this is Paul Stanley. <laughs> and this is Gene Simmons from KISS. <laughs> and we have a very important announcement. Do not panic. But we have a very important announcement. Again, do not panic. But it seems 
that the Kiss Cruise has just hit an iceberg. Which, <laughs> right, in, in the, the Caribbean. The Bahamas, yeah. There's no reason for you as an intelligent person to think like, oh my God, we've hit a, a, we actually hit an iceberg. Right, and that Gene would be the one to tell you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, do not panic because Kiss is going to take care of everybody, yeah. okay? We actually have three packages to get you off the ship. <laughs> First, we have the platinum package, which is $5,000, which is we put you in a life raft and you have your own private photo taken <laughs> Then we have the diamond package, which is we throw you in the ocean with Tommy and Eric. <laughs> and then Paul and I float by on a raft and we do a private acoustic show in the ocean. It was all stupid. Right, right. But apparently two or three of the, of the passengers on the ship actually ran to the employees and to said, To buy it? Is, is, is Kiss really going to charge us to get off the... They really believed that Kiss, oh. that we had hit an iceberg, and that Kiss was going to stand at the exits and make everyone pay to get off right, the ship. Right, right. Well, it's, that part's believable. Well, that Kiss would charge people to get off. And if you're going on a Kiss cruise, I believe you believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Which, by the way, it's a guy from Aerosmith, uh, from their front office, a good friend of mine named John Bianelli has been working for Aerosmith for 20 years, taught me how to do a Gene Simmons impression. Every time we call each other, uh, we all, it's a goof. It's a running goof. We, we're been close friends. Every time we call each other, he picks up the phone. Hi, John. It's Gene Simmons <laughs> from Kiss. And he'll go, what's up, Gene? I go, not much. Listen, there's a brand new product I'm very excited about. It's called a Kiss toilet. Okay? Really? What, so what's the difference between a regular toilet and a Kiss toilet? Well, mine's a pay toilet. You got to pay a quarter to do your business <laughs> and your favorite kiss song place. That's how we talk to each other. So when he calls me, he talks to Gene. When I call him, he talks to Gene. And you saw the tour seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Kiss and Aerosmith actually tour together. Yeah. My friend John works in their management office for Aerosmith. And one day he picks up the phone and he gets a cold call uh. from Gene Simmons. And he picks up the phone and he hears, Hi, John. This is Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> and he goes, what's up, you fat Jew bastard? <laughs> and then there's a long pause, and he goes, I'm sorry? And John goes, <laughs> Craig? And he goes, no, it's not Craig Gass. It's Gene Simmons <laughs> from Kiss. Listen, I need you to get a hold of Stephen and Joe. I want to ask. And he just went oh, right to his question. Called him a fat Jew bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and he had enough of a sense of humor. And I, I, I have to give him credit. I mean, of everyone who I do an impression of, that guy has a great sense of humor about himself. Loves Gene does? Gene has an amazing mm. sense of humor about himself. And he'll sit and watch my shows. He'll sit in the front row. He always requests tickets in the front row. Yeah. And he always has his assistant say, Gene would like to request that you talk about him. <laughs> and I'll be making fun of Kiss and he'll be in the front row going, that's me. <laughs> that amazing. And he, it's weird, but he has, I got to give him a lot of credit. And his son says that he's just in the last few years, I guess he said that I caught him at the right time that he used to take himself really seriously. Oh, really? And that now I can I can make those jokes. You've had him on the show, right? I had him on the show. I've uh, hung out with him a couple of times. The last time he I saw him. calling. Yeah, remember? He, he, he kept, <laughs> whoever was handling his, his bookings, kept screwing it up and he was calling like four days in a row people would call me and like yeah. Gene Simmons is on the hotline looking for you and finally I got to the point where I was like I don't want to talk to Gene anymore I'm blowing Gene Simmons off uh, you he, kept putting him on four days in a no, row no no we had him on we had him on one time 
And then the next day he called back in a different hour and he, he made a mistake. He was calling the wrong show. <laughs> and we straightened him out. And then the next day he called in like at 11 o'clock after we were already gone. And they're like, Gene Simmons called for you yesterday. And we laughed. Now, every time the hotline rings, we go, it must be Gene. And half the time it was. Really? Yeah, I don't know what his deal was. But we, I like him. I like, He was a nice guy. And he was smart. I've hung out with him a couple of times. I, I saw him at the, um, the uh, Friars Club uh, Jack Black Roast. He was there. Sit, sat on the dais. Didn't do anything but sit there and then was the target of everyone's jokes and, and had a great time. You know, he was fine. So I guess he does take it. Uh, I, I'm telling you, my favorite thing you do is, is Tracy Morgan. And is that hard for you to do now because Tracy's a little out of commission? No, because he's not. I mean, listen, I, I he's under advisement yeah. to lay low. Right. Oh, I got you. In the middle of a lawsuit, mm. I, he, I, I've, I've talked to Artie uh, Fuqua, who was in the car accident with him, is right. being given the same advice. They both got hurt really badly. Right, but... But they're both under advisement to just gotcha. stay out and just take care of yourself. And uh, so, but yeah, I mean, it's like I'll still go on and do... Like, I went to the Super Bowl... Uh, I, I that's I, I saw Cowhead at the Super Bowl uh, a few years ago. I will go to the Super Bowl every year and hit the media center because my radio buddies on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before anybody really famous shows up, they'll say, "Hey, can you come on as somebody famous so it sounds cool to our audience right. back in Cleveland?" And I'll jump on as you know Tom Arnold and go, "Man, it's really exciting. I was actually at a, at a cocaine anonymous meeting last night with uh, Brett Favre. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but, uh, he's, uh, but he's really, Bob Costas is a sponsor. He's addicted to upskirt porn, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, he got a real bad problem. Anyways, but uh, and then uh, and I'll come on as Tracy Morgan, and they'll say, "Hey, Trace, what have you been up to?" Then that's great, man. I got a whole stack of Walmart gift cards. It's sexy as hell. <laughs> Let me tell you, on uh, Tom Arnold is here this weekend. No. Yeah, we should do some d damage this weekend with Tom Arnold coming into town. Where's he at? He, he's at the Hard Rock Cafe. It's sold out already. It's, it's him, Tom Green, and Steve-O. You're kidding. No, but we should just start calling everywhere. So I'm going to be in town on Friday. Um, you know what? Actually, can I come? <laughs> when he gets off the plane, he's just going to get I'll, ruined. <laughs> I was going to say, can I come on the show later? Like, well, we can say it now. Yeah. But can I come on the show later this week as Tom Arnold? Yes. Promoting. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what we're doing and Friday. talking about all the uh, support groups I've been at in Tampa all week. Yes. <laughs> yes. who I've seen at the support <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Friday, you ever go to one of those foam parties in a nightclub? Yes. I've never been, no, but they I, look I fantastic. I, I, right. I think I might have once. I used to do a lot of coke. <laughs> um, but I think I might have gone to one in Mexico, but I know what you're talking about. They just look like they fill a dance floor with foam, and it just looks like it's a ball. Right. So we were talking about that. Does it some, look like it's a ball? Though? Oh, dude. I'm telling you, to be drunk and dancing <laughs> like, around the foam. If I'm, like, in my bathtub of foam, that's a ball. Oh, but. But if, like, the five of us were coming. No, no, no. Yeah. Five of us, <laughs> no. <laughs> what if it's a 30-girl, five-guys party? Right. But that's then, what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. Right. So uh, we found a company that does foam parties, and they're bring We have a performance studio down there, and on Friday we're having a foam party during the show. So those of us <laughs> who are Arnold. drinking, well, Steve-O is going to be here. Is he? Yes. So I Tom Arnold has to come to the foam party too. Okay. All right. Yes. So I'll come on as. How about? Can I add a couple people to the foam party? Yeah. Uh, yes. Like Tracy. Yes. Tom. Yes. Uh, maybe Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I gotta ask. Tell me about this. I'm glad you said that. Uh, who was it that you got with the Al Pacino? Was it Anderson Cooper? No, it was uh, the guy from Fox News, um, uh, Steve uh, Hannity. 
Oh, Sean, Sean Hannity. Hannity. Yeah, tell was, that story real quick. Okay, so we uh, I was at a radio station in Atlanta, and w- it was the first time we really tested like who will pick up the phone. Like we would try to call people as Tom Arnold, and like and wouldn't get any return calls. Right, much like Tom Arnold. Right, <laughs> right. But we we played a game of like um, if we call a restaurant, we'll call the same restaurant as Tom Arnold. Say I'm in town filming a movie, and see if they'll give us a good table. Then call back as Adam Sandler, uh-huh. and see how good of a table we get. And then call back as Al Pacino, and then it becomes well the owner would like to sit with Al Pacino. Right. So we started calling people as Al Pacino. We called Sean Hannity's office, and um, and uh, and then it's and we can do this here where you go, hi, this is Mike from Al Pacino's office. I have Al Pacino on the phone sure. for Sean. Uh, Sean's not in. He's he's uh, he's actually on vacation. He's on a boat. And uh, okay, well, this at- happened. This is the legit story. This right. happened. And then she hears, uh, "Hi, Sean." And then the assistant, quote unquote, goes, "Oh no." Um, uh, Al, he's uh, he's actually we're talking to the assistant. He's apparently on vacation. Oh, okay. Um, so can I get his uh, uh, phone number? And she goes, "You know what? I um, yeah. Let me give it to you. It's nine one seven. She gave yeah, her phone number because she heard Al's uh, voice." And she goes, but just can you give me a minute? Because he's literally out at sea. I just need to call him. Give me two minutes. Just let him know that you're calling. So we get uh, Sean Hannity on the phone, and uh, uh, he goes, "Hello, hi, Sean, it's Al Pacino." And he goes, "Okay." And he just lets me talk. Right. And I talk for I think three or four minutes about. I just uh, been wanting to talk to you. I got a thing that I've been wanting to say uh, watching your show. And then finally, he cuts in and goes, can I just say something to you? When I first got this call, I thought for sure that it was a prank. But I need to tell you, I am such a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and he started just... <laughs> and he he's like, uh, why are you calling me? And at the time, he had an exclusive. For whatever reason, the big pop culture story of the day was the runaway bride... Who loved? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She crazy was just, eyes. She was hot, but she had this crazy look to her yeah. face, yeah. and she ran away at the altar. And for whatever reason, that whole family said, "We will only talk to the one person we trust, Sean Hannity." Of course. And Sean was the only one who could get the uh, interviews, and he was doing extensive interviews with the family and everything. So I said, um, as Al Pacino, I saw your story about that runaway bride. Uh, that. I want, can I get her phone number from you? Uh, goes, really? You want to meet her? She seems like a crazy bitch. <laughs> and then he, what? And then like, we started talking about all the things I wanted to do to her. And then finally, my buddy chimed in and said, Hey, Sean, remember me? I used to work with you at the radio station. He goes, Oh, man, you got uh, me. Hey, can we use this? And he goes, Go ahead, use it with it. And he gave us permission. Oh, really? Yeah. Good, good, then, good. You know what? Let me try to find that audio file and bring it in. Uh, on Friday for the phone party. Yeah, oh, That's the first time I ever said, Lee, I'll come back for the phone party. For the party. phone party. <laughs> and yeah, Tom Arnold, Al Pacino, Tracy Morgan for the we'll phone party. We'll all be at the phone party. Yes. All right, good. I'm looking forward to that. We, we should not tell Steve-O, because Steve-O gets here on Thursday. Okay. We should call him on Thursday. <laughs> call him as, as, Tom, as Tom, Tom Arnold. Yes. Tom Tom Arnold. Yeah. He's, he's got to do an hour. How about, uh, uh, how about Tom Arnold calls... Oh, no, this is kind of... I was going to say Tom in this world, it's kind of bad, but I was going to call and say, I, I relapsed. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I can't make it. Uh, yeah, I can't make it. I'm on Coke. Or just, <laughs> and, and, and ask, do you know anybody in Tampa who can get me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Do you know anybody to get me? And then try and talk Steve-O into, into relapsing. Don't make, me do, don't make me do it by myself, bro. Don't make me do it by myself. And let's get Tom Green to do it for the first time. Uh, <laughs> I love that. All right, let's great. do it. All right, listen to me. Uh, you got to go see Craig. He's very funny. He's going to be at... Clearwater. At 
in Clearwater at Two Palms Bar and Bistro. You can go to TampaBayComedy.com and get all the information. You can also check out Craig's, web, Craig's website, GetGas.com, with two S's. Uh, he's going to be performing Friday night and Saturday night, and he'll be back on this show later uh, later in the and week. Can I plug one other thing? Yes. Uh, when you say like uh, all these weird situations that I find myself in the middle of, yeah, I always document it. Whenever I'm in a weird situation, I always document because I know that people don't believe half of these stories. So if you go to my Facebook page, all that, like, uh, anything. The pictures are there, yeah. The pictures are there at Facebook.com slash I love gas with two, two S's. I love gas with two S's. And you'll see pictures like I was at a heavy metal concert a few years ago. Slayer and Megadeth right. are performing out in Long Beach. The guys in Slayer and Megadeth, believe it or not, are huge comedy fans. Uh -huh. So I... I get hooked up for the show, and I bring a bunch of comedians with me to go to the show. They get us backstage passes. I'm walking backstage because I want to see devil worshipers. And as I'm walking backstage at the Slayer concert, a guy stopped me and said, Craig, you're Craig uh, Gas, right? The comedian? Hey, I, I just wanted to say hi, man. I love all your stuff. My name's Kenny. And I go, hey, Kenny. Nice to meet you. Uh-huh. Are you Kenny G? And he goes, yeah. And I go, what the hell are you doing at a Slayer concert? And he goes, ah, my, my kid's a big metalhead, you know. And right at that moment, a Slayer fan jumped on Kenny G and went, what's up? I love Slayer. Oh, what's up, Kenny G? Ooh. And he's like this hardcore, like, denim jacket guy. And while Satan is on top of Kenny G, I look over at my buddy and I go, dude, take a picture. It's Kenny G. Kenny G just said hi to me. Take a picture. But make it look natural. Make it look natural. And I go, Kenny, hey, what were you saying about... Uh, <laughs> and I, I try to do this casual I don't know why but This is my casual face like, And I go uh, and, and all I see is my friend With a camera phone going Where do I push uh, uh, What yeah. am I Like nobody knows How to operate a camera phone right. anymore So I'm trying to keep Kenny G engaged When Megadeth Walks behind us And I hear Dave Mustaine Say to a couple guys Who are in the group He goes Are you guys leaving Alright You want to say a prayer uh, oh. right, Let's do this And they formed a Megadeth oh, I think I heard this yeah. Megadeth prayer circle, prayer circle yeah. Behind me and Kenny G And I'm looking at my friend Going take the picture <laughs> And he got it And it's on my Facebook page Facebook.com Slash I love gas With two S's Go to my profile pictures You'll see a picture of me Talking to Kenny G While Megadeth Is in a prayer circle Behind us Alright wait a second uh, Is there a fake Obama picture With you and Joe Bartnick you know Joe Bartnick? Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a Obama guy show. It was wow, he head. looks good. He looks, he looks just like really him. Holy good. cow. And you know what's weird? Um, I posted that picture. This guy looks exactly that's amazing. like Obama. Is that is that the uh, Bronx Obama? Is that that no, guy? No, that's not the Bronx one. Oh, okay. No, I saw guys, a documentary. That was pretty cool. It was this big event that I was at at a bowling alley, uh, um, uh, TJ Martell Foundation, rock and bowl thing, where all these like rock stars showed up, and an Obama impersonator showed up, and I posted as a joke, me and Joe were tripping balls last night with the president bowling, and the president was in L.A. that night. Oh. And, dude, I... 50 comments from people saying, I can't believe with all this stuff that Obama's bowling. <laughs> yeah, tripping yeah, balls, yeah. bowling. Like, like, I really was tripping balls and bowling with Obama. Like, uh, the amount uh, of anger and hatred that came in from people who thought that it was plausible yeah, that, that Barack real. Obama would go bowling with us while I was on ass. Hilarious. Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source. 3800 Almerton Road. Or online at goldendiamondsource.com.